Welcome to the Legion Outriders podcast. Your source for the latest Legion news, opinion, and analysis. And now, the Outriders. Hello, Outriders, and welcome to episode 140 of the Legion Outriders podcast, a podcast devoted to Star Wars and Star Wars Legion. I'm Outrider Matt, and with me today... Outrider Dan. And That's right! Man, 140 episodes already? Uh, feel, only? Yeah, it only fe- I mean, it feels like we were just celebrating our 100, like, not that long ago. Yeah, time keeps on uh, slipping, slipping... Into the future. <laughs> All right. But uh, before we get started on today's episode, we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons that make recording and publishing the show possible. If you'd like to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash legionoutriders. Speaking of which, uh, all those Blizzard Force Stormtrooper cards are packaged up and ready to be mailed out. I'm actually going to do that as soon as we're done recording here. And then I'm going to come back and edit the podcast and then I'm leaving town. So yeah, <laughs> should be uh, nice and uh, quick. So if there's any problems with the podcast, Dan, when you uh, test, listen to it, just mm-hmm. uh, too bad. Too bad. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're doing it live. We're doing it live. <laughs> but anyways, on today's show, what do you got for us, Dan? Uh, we got some Star Wars news. Good news? Some news. Some news. Some news. Right. And uh, yeah, it's been a little quiet on the uh, AMG front. It has. I, I mean, mean I'm, I can't blame them, though, that as much as they just poured on us yeah there's a reason we had like an hour and a half episode followed by like an hour and 20 minute episode (laughs) (laughs) and now it's it's probably gonna be a little bit shorter today but uh, we got some good stuff to talk about too how's how's it looking on the news front though and if it's bad news could you tell it to me in a good way (laughs) well for star wars news okay uh we do have one good piece of news oh uh we unfortunately reported some bad things last episode about the knights of the old republic remake yes there's been some good developments with that. Uh, it's been confirmed uh, that the development of the game is now being helmed by Saber Interactive. So thanks to the, uh, well, not thanks to, but because of the issues uh, in development over at Aspire, uh, Saber was already partnering with Aspire uh, during the development of it, but it looks like they're just basically taking over the whole project themselves. I'm so glad you pronounced that. If I had said it, I would have been Aspire. <laughs> It's A-S-P-Y-R. Yeah. Aspire, Aspire makes more sense, yeah. though. Uh, the, uh, the the funny thing, I, at least I think it's funny, all of these companies are owned by the Embracer Group, which uh, is the same group that also owns Asmodee, which also yeah. owns AMG. which So, so one which, big happy family over here. Which now owns Lord of the Rings oh, yeah. and so that, <laughs> everything else. They're, they're yeah, just I'm buying curi- things up. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious when the Lord of the Rings minis games are going to land in AMG's lap. Somebody, somebody tell Games Workshop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that contract will go through its entire term. And then right. when it's up for bid again, I'm sure they'll be like, mm, I think we'll just give it to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, but, I'm glad they're they're not canceling and moving because yeah. you know it's, I mean it's Kotor. Come yeah, on. it's Kotor, and I'm I guess the the still bad thing about this is of course is the time frame it's going to take. Oh yeah, just push uh, it back another four years. Oh at this yeah, point. yeah. So I mean the original original estimates when Aspire was currently working on it uh, were supposed to be like end of 22, early 23. Obviously, that's not going to happen anymore. So clearly, yeah, most projections are like 2025 at this point. <laughs> so, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh-huh. what's well, so tough it's just you know it's a game that's already been made just yeah, do it again just, yeah just redo the graphics just no, do no, it yeah <laughs> no <laughs> uh, but speaking of things getting pushed back Bad Batch Season 2 and, and this is the least surprising news 
we've had out of you know anything Disney Plus. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Obviously, because Andor got pushed back. Well, if Bad Batch had kept its original date of uh, September twenty eighth, there would have been considerable overlap between the two series. Uh-huh. And obviously, Disney Plus, you know, you need to. You know, keep everything spread out to keep those subscript monthly subscriptions rolling in. Damn you, Andor! <laughs> no, it's not Andor's fault. No, I know, no, absolutely not. Uh, but no confirmed date as of yet. Uh, guessing though, October, November, because you know that'll bridge the gap nicely between that and Mando, which is coming out in February of next year. So something kind of to fill in between those two. Hmm. Nothing on Fett yet. No, oh, Book of Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, I was doing my. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That, you know, thing. <laughs> uh, nothing officially announced, but there, of course, you know, all, all with the, the the press tours going around, you know, some of the actors, because some of them are in Book of Boba Fett, they're like, Ming Wan Nen actually said in an interview, I hope they're season two. Uh, <laughs> wow, because I need more Morrison. Yeah, I mean, he's been in every Disney Plus live uh, and action. And I need so, more of it. So, so far, <laughs> I mean, that's the, uh, the advantage of, you know, playing how many hundred thousand characters in one <laughs> <laughs> a cast of millions <laughs> um and speaking of video games uh of course we all know jedi survivors coming out march of next year yes uh, but they announced a tie-in novel yes called uh jedi uh star wars jedi battle scars uh which will be coming out in early 2023 to kind of bridge the story between fallen order and Survivor. Good. I'm glad it's just yeah. not going to be a novelization of the game because yeah, I already those are kind of... played that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they're also doing a Jedi Survivor art book coming out Ooh, alongside of it. And yeah. I know you love art books. I do. I do love to collect the art books. Cool. I'll keep an eye out for that one. Yeah. Uh, the rest of the Disney news were, were at least I'm waiting for D23, which I know is not very Star Wars oriented. They usually but put something in. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, because it's, it's Disney as a whole. So they're going to have parks news, and hopefully they'll have some updates about what's going on, you know, in the parks for Galaxy's Edge. Hopefully we'll get those uh, announcements of those Star Tours added scenes that they said they talked about during celebration. Um, and uh, oh, actually, I didn't put this in the notes, but and you'll see it when you because you're going out to Disneyland. That's yes, part of your yeah, trip. that's going to be part of the trip because right. we had leftover park hopper passes from uh, Star Wars Celebration. And uh, we got to use them before the end of the year, and the rest of the year is going to be very, very busy. So we're oh, using yes. them now since we got to go out to the design center areas for the house. Actually, so. it's a good time of year because everyone's going back to school. Yeah. And everything, so. yeah. Uh, but the reason I brought this up is when you go to Galaxy's Edge, you're going to notice a small little bit of construction walls in one area of Galaxy's Edge because uh, they've already launched this over in uh, Disney World. Oh. Uh, but the Batu Bounty Hunters, a uh, little mini game in the in the land. You haven't heard of this, have you? Uh, this sounds vaguely familiar, yeah. like one of the little mini games that you can play in the park area. Right, right. Uh, the reason it's not really big in Disneyland is because in Disney World, it utilizes the Magic Band system, uh, which isn't yet implemented, not but yet. was said to be soon implemented in Disneyland. So basically a little wristband you can walk around. It's got an RFID puck on it, and you can tap into things. So, uh, so basically you tap So you're in. not actually, you know stunning people and putting no. cuffs on them <laughs> no <laughs> no no they're so, alive you're coming with yeah. me so uh, what they've shown in disney world because it's live in disney world already uh-huh. uh, as you go up to this little kiosk and you log in with your magic band and it says oh okay we're going to give you a bounty it's worth this much go find this person and use the app on your phone as kind of like a little augmented reality you're passing it through Oh, and good, because my battery capacity yeah, already wasn't that, struggling. That, that's one criticism of this, but uh, use that combined with the Magic Band, because the new new version of the Magic Band, which was released in Magic Blind Plus, actually has a little uh, vibrating motor in it, 
So it plays the kind of the hot and cold game of you're getting closer or, or further uh, it away. It gets your little fob. Boop, yeah, boop, boop, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then when you get to where it says you're near the person, you bring up your phone and it's a little x-ray vision. You're looking through the... Because there's lots of doors and little you know, ro- closed off rooms. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. get a little x-ray vision. And once you see it, you hit the little like, I found him button. And then you go back to the ki- to the kiosk and say, hey, I found the bounty. And then they award you credits. and. <laughs> It's fun. Cool. Yeah. So uh, bring a battery pack for your phone. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Because that's no going to destroy it. But no, um, that's obviously not live in Disneyland yet. Uh, but the construction walls are up, and it's in the exact same spot as where this kiosk is in the Disney World version, since bat- both Batus are basically copies of each other. Hey, if I find my bounty and go back to the kiosk, can it just give me a victory point? <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> I'd really appreciate that. Uh, so yeah, that's, uh, like I said, looking forward to D23 to see what's not only parks, but they'll talk about Disney plus too. So we'll see what new things they say. Okay. Conspicuous yeah. by his absence here, Dan. Mm-hmm. How long till LVO? It's not by his absence. I... I don't. Oh, you put it at the very top <laughs> now. It's no longer one of the notes. It is it's, the, it's... the headline. Yes. Why are you like this? Because yeah, you asked. Yeah, I was okay. trying to sneak it into a better spot. Well, okay. I was looking for up. it in the normal position. Wait. But I know a, he's going to spring it on a, me, so I'm going to go into this <laughs> trap for I, I've had it in the important dates section of the... Hiding of the, in plain sight. ...of the show notes for a while. Oh. But yes, it's 153 days. Oh, I'm, very exciting. Very <laughs> yes. exciting. But uh, what you been up to, Dan? Let's uh, get caught up. Oh, man. So, yeah, I mean, since we don't have much Asmodee to talk about, let's, yeah. uh, I mean, I've been playing a lot of uh, Bull Shadow Collective, and I've recently dipped back into Imperials with some Shadow Collective contractors. Well, that <laughs> was a brief flirtation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course. Uh, on the hobby side of things, though, I have been in a painting rut. I'll yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. I, I have been, you know, trying to nail down a color scheme for Pikes. We talked about my difficulties with orange. <laughs> um, I did get some good tips, actually, from one of our locals. Um, Patrick, thank you very much. Uh, is to put like a, a mustardy desert tan brown and then orange over that. Because the huh. coverage of that. And actually, I tested it and it works quite well. Oh, okay. So I may go back to the orange. No. Uh, but my, no, you won't. <laughs> my, my test model for this for my pikes has seen more simple green. <laughs> yeah. Get out there with the toothbrush. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's been a try something simple green, try simple, simple green. Hey, uh, for those is, that may not know, I know there's new hobbyists jumping in. It's been yeah. a long time since we talked about it. Uh, what is the simple green method? Oh, okay. So uh, it's for removing paint. Right. Uh, so if, a you, model. if you done screwed up and done orange and blue on your models, yeah. <laughs> Hey, didn't that was every movie idea. poster like in the early 2000s come out that was orange You and blue? are not painting movie posters, <laughs> sir. There's a distinct difference. Uh, but yes, yeah, so um, most acrylic paint will just literally peel off the model if, if soaked in simple green overnight. So. Yeah, yeah, just do it overnight, especially yeah. with the... I, I, I would fear to see what would happen with uh, the soft plastic models if um, left in for I, a while. I actually haven't, even with my soft plastics that I have stripped in simple green. Yeah. I've left it, you know, overnight, maybe a day, I think two days. I think I forgot about it one day and uh, there was no, uh, no oh, okay. outstanding damage. I, I I've definitely find. left models for like a month that I completely forgot well, about out in the garage. Yeah, a so. month. That's... But they were metal, so it didn't matter yeah. as much. But yeah. Uh, yeah, usually what you want to do after they're soaked is uh, take them to the sink because they're going to fleck everywhere and just get like a soft toothbrush and just kind of yep. go at it, getting in those crevices. I found get in them. there deep. Yeah. I found it doesn't take off the primer. 
for Army Painter. I use Army Painter for my Oh, set. really? Okay. So, which is good. I mean, I want to take it back down to primer anyway. I'd still do a light coat over the top, but... No, I haven't had any problems with nope. just repriming. Right. I mean, rinsing it well, obviously, to get all the simple green off of it. Your mileage but, may vary. Yeah, your mileage may vary, of course. But yeah, uh, but yeah, no, it, it's it's been effective for wiping out mistakes, uh, especially when I first started trying to paint, paint, paint faces. Paint oh, paces yeah, also. Paint yeah. paces, yes. Yeah. Uh, painting faces was was a fun step in <laughs> in my hobby in my hobby career. Gotcha. Uh, but yeah, uh, like I said, I've been in a painting rut trying to figure this out. Um, I've also I've been doing a lot of prints for work because once you know my current uh, shop foreman saw all the cool stuff I was printing for my own workflow at work. I, he had a couple suggestions of other things we can print, and this one I am actually getting paid for. So. Oh, nice, nice. <laughs> so unfortunately, uh, that has cut into my uh, working on table two. Um, <laughs> well, sir, you have one hundred and fifty-three days, sumish yeah. days. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, but yeah, <laughs> that creeps up on you real fast. It I does. remember last year. Jeez. At least I was reminded by my lovely girlfriend that. Uh, I'm like, oh yeah, I got this much time till LVO. She's like, yeah, you said that last year, and you were furiously painting the last two weeks <laughs> before that. I remember. Oh, so she's got more wisdom yes. on this than yeah. you do. Yeah, All yeah, right. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I have played some games, um, both with Shadow Collective, uh, mainly Maul and spamming a crap ton of pikes. That seems um, to be what 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 is happening. People love the pikes, know. and pikes are pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, pikes, they're just they're evasion tanks. Yeah. Problem is, if you can get past that hypervelocity, we'll get a little more into that later. Mm. <laughs> they kind of fold. Uh, but my most recent list, actually, I played earlier this week at our, our the usual Thursday night Legion night at the game store, which we had an amazing turnout. Uh, we had um, eight active uh, players going, so four full games. Oh, that's games. good. Holy cow. Uh, yeah, we actually had ran out of table space in the mini gaming area because the there was a D&D group there taking the, up the Yeah, that yeah. D&D group. <laughs> Don't they know it's Star Wars <laughs> night? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, years. Um, but no, we've had uh, a decent influx of new players. That's um, awesome. We've had we had at that at last night of all those games playing. I think there were three new players playing, which was great. Um, I'm gonna have to go into my stash of promos and start you know handing those out again. Um, yeah, it was it was great. Um, I played Iden uh, with Inferno's Bud. Oh, yeah, because, you know, if I go back to Empire, it's got to be yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone expects that at this point. <laughs> um, I did Inferno Squad, two snipers, uh, uh, assisted by two shore troopers with T-21s, two mortars, hmm. um, and then a capo with two disruptor and capo pikes. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, so it was 11 activations. Nice. Um, and, you know... Get, then got the new players set up with some um, some of the people who are good with dealing with new players. Okay, yeah, um, yeah. Some people have the temperament. Then, yeah. Um, and then I played another player in our group, Michael, who is a droid fanatic. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, and I think droids are becoming the most popular in this area, at least at least in our play group here. It's <laughs> these damn droids. millennials, you yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he is loving the heck out of droid invasion, mainly for running eight sets of B ones. So eight B yeah his list was eight B ones with a sprinkling of upgrades some rockets some E five C yeah just keep some, it yeah keep it spicy so, some repair droids uh, of oh. course you're required to take an a AAT so he had an AAT in there uh, and he had Grievous as his <laughs> as his leader I'm, I'm so, loving everything about this so far uh, ten activations uh, but each of those activations was fairly beefy because oh. you know even his weakest B one squad just had an 
uh, the repair bot and a, a electro binoculars on it. So, wow. Yeah. So still seven hit points on that. Uh, yeah. It, um, luckily I got a good advantage in the battle card phase, uh, because we pulled recover the supplies, mm. advanced positions, mm. um, and, uh, fortified positions. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yep. So, uh, thanks to that deployment zone, I was able to, cause of course there's one box in the middle and, you know, being infiltrate, I went straight for that. I was blue player, by the way, I was at 795. He was at 800 even. I love it. Um, Got Recover the Supplies, Center Box. Thanks to Recover the Supplies being you can be two outside of your deployment zone and advanced positions basically goes to the center of the board. Um, I was able to make an L of of barricades right, left, and right of the <laughs> of the center okay. box. Put Iden on the middle of that. And uh, grab and run. And it was an entire game of run away from the tank. <laughs> <laughs> That seems sensible. Did you have uh, much? I don't think you had much in the way of AT, did you? Uh, no, of anti-tank? Now, yeah. well, I mean, the disruptors have impacts. The T21s have critical. Okay. The mortars have critical. Okay, that's fair. Um, but after putting about two or three wounds into the tank and then his repair droids walking behind it and just taking them all off, I'm like, no, I'm not even, I'm not going to, nope. I'm not going to go for that anymore. Nope. So. <laughs> seems like a losing proposition, yeah. honestly. Uh, so, yeah, it was... Thanks to hypervelocity, um, I was trying to dodge stack on on Iden with you know uh, the loadout I gave her was um, the uh, Overwatch. Shoot, I'm blanking that. Uh, uh, situational awareness, um, the the one that lets you uh, get unhindered. Environmental gear. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, oh, dang it, I'm blanking on the other one. But I was just trying to be an evasion. Let's go back and watch your rich mid video. Yeah, it's exactly. Probably on there. Oh uh, no. <laughs> It was a different list, but yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I was stacking a bunch of dodges. The the Capo, Pi Capo, had a portable scanner on it and was throwing her extra dodges. Nice. And then he's like, oh, hypervelocity, don't care. <laughs> so... I mean, that's what you say in yeah, that situation. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, Iden died round five, though. Okay. After literally running and dodging between buildings, but between the size of that tank base and the fact that uh, most of the terrain, we had some built taller buildings, uh, but so because of the amount of games played, we were dipping into the 40k um, terrain, and we we're using a lot of their uh, their shipping containers. And mm -hmm. their their shipping containers are short enough that an AAT can float over them, and they were actually we had them deployed close enough where <laughs> he actually was putting his AAT on top of them, and then just literally leapfrogging to the next one because he had enough movement. And it's still balanced on wow. top of it. So, yeah, I, I feel like having Aiden, like, yeah, just trying, slipping from cover to cover, <laughs> just trying to stay ahead of things, it exactly mirrors my uh, Battlefield, Star Wars Battlefield experience. Battlefront. Battlefront. Battle 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 Front. There, yeah. thank you. <laughs> Man. So, yeah, uh, she eventually died round five. Um, I then had a squad of shore troopers go and pick up the box and then run behind a building. Um, end of the game actually came down to, I think the, the second to last activation was his AAT mm -hmm. and he was able to maneuver it. Keyhole one of my snipers, which had mm -hmm. one of my other boxes because mm -hmm. his entire game was the, his, the tank running to my side of the board while everything on my side of the board was running backwards. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, he was able to keyhole one of my snipers, popped it off. Um, fortunately I didn't have another unit near, 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 buy enough to be able to run and pick it up mm -hmm. so he, he had obviously killed more than i had oh so it went to tie uh, so it went, yeah we tied on a, on boxes he had two i had two and oh, then i no. dropped one 
and uh, yeah, he went to, went to kills and he went on kills. So, it, but it, he admitted the entire game, he was like not confident he could catch Iden. Oh <laughs> so. wow! Well, it turns out tanks are a good tanks, answer yeah. for that too. Tanks are a good. I mean, yeah. I think we've joked before that droid players will just have to settle for having the best tank in the game. <laughs> yeah. Poor droids. Yeah. So that was my uh, wonderful game. I mean, it was fun. It was fun. You were this us. close. This close. You were on the verge, verge of, of greatness. greatness. <laughs> wow. Well, um, I haven't gotten to get as much uh, game time as I had time on Monday but we ended up playing our Imperial Assault campaign instead. Well, we so. finished it, yeah. We finished, yeah. We, we did the uh, Flight of the Freedom Fighter, which is fun to yeah. say. And the, the last mission was literally a Vader hallway. Uh, ooh, spoilers! <laughs> spoilers, Not yeah. Everybody. Okay, yeah, 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 it was right. fun. For, for how old is that game? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right. No, no uh, so, fun. yeah, but luckily we all had enough movement modification. We're just yeah. like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> run yeah. right yeah. past Oh, him. man, we... we <laughs> laced up our nikes and uh, went for the exit that was uh yeah you vader F. yeah <laughs> goodbye but that was that was a lot of fun uh, yeah. i did get a little bit of hobby time and i finally got all the tauntauns assembled so uh just need to pick up one more box of uh rebel veterans and my my echo base defenders are ready to go nice yeah i'm gonna play around with that list a little bit uh, other than that, actually, on Thursday, why? Well, another reason I wasn't at the game store that night is I was recording with uh, Rich Mid Gaming again. You might have recalled that uh, we did a little kind of Legion sit down a couple months. Dan went on to talk about Iden Versio. Can you guess who I talked about? Um, no, I can't. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, the only commander I've played consistently for the last meaningful amount of time, our buddy. Gideon, Gideon, the old rebel, rebel, rebel officer. officer yeah, <laughs> let me tell you though, it was it was really good to sit down with him, and I'll I'll post links up to the uh, thing when it comes up. But uh, dude, he asked some really good questions that I was like, I don't know, it's a rebel officer. He's just there to make the T forty sevens. So I end up talking <laughs> about the T forty sevens more than him. <laughs> Because it's like, he just he just keeps him going. It's, I mean, he's there. He provides a little bit of leadership. He can do some stuff, but he's so cheap. Yep. <laughs> that's that's what cheap. you take him for. But Because uh, I went back and watched your interview, and you were like, boom, you know, in-depth tactical Iden, and there's just different loadouts. And I was like, I don't know, vigilance? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's the generic officers. Yeah. They, they don't Portable have Portable scanner, maybe? Yeah, they, yeah. there's not much depth you can do with them. They don't even have their own command cards, uh, you know? So it's like... <laughs> yeah. So ours was a little bit shorter but it was it was really good it was fun but i really didn't feel comfortable like sitting well, down trying to do a dip deep dive i've i've done a smattering of other commanders and grievous is the last one i played uh but oh, i need yeah. to get han out he, he's w awaiting painting right now mm -hmm. but uh, along with everything else but uh yeah it was good it was a lot of fun but other than that, uh, any last notes from your games uh, we had a lot of turnout that sounds no, great had, yeah. yeah and uh, i mean our previous uh weekend event before that uh, which, of course, our our local game store does, uh, you know, the casual weekends uh -huh. every second weekend of the month. Uh, was that particular one was a bring a new person event? Oh, and we had a lot of, and I think this was what all the new people that we had were a lot of carryover from that. So it's great that we're we're actually building up the community here. And that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully they'll all go to LVO and we'll just yeah. uh, run the tables. Yeah, we're we're taking a couple of MCP <laughs> players back. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, yeah. we're going to go ahead and take a short break and we'll be right back to talk about Hey, is my list broken? 
Hey guys, Matt here to tell you about our friends over at 6up Supply. If you're like me and don't have access to your own 3D printers, 6up Supply has you covered with a whole suite of printing services to bring those awesome files to life. The Outriders are proud to be partnered with 6up, and you could find special themed terrain, gear, and tokens with a big discount for Patreon members in the Outrider Central section of the website. And that's not all. You can also get terrain bases, game supplies, tools, LED kits, and more. Stuff is being added all the time. So stop by the number 6upsupply.com and use coupon code OUTRIDER to save 10% on your next order and let them help you up your game. You are receiving the Legion Outriders podcast. Ending the transmission now would be most unfortunate. And now, the Outriders. Welcome back, Outriders. Uh, we have some fun things to talk about, but first, we, we realized we omitted some information from the news section. Dan, what did we miss? Well, I'm answering the last question you asked is, yes, yes, your list is broken. It is, but, yeah. But no. <laughs> uh, the one little bit of Legion news that has kind of squeaked out um, is the... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Battle Force boxes, uh, we were expecting some, you know, Rebel and Empire Battle Force boxes. Yeah. And without any sort of announcement or anything, the dates just changed on the Asmodee store. So, so if you were uh, had one on pre-order expecting, uh, just just uh, be aware that the, uh, the, the Rebel and Imperial ones will be coming about a little bit later. Uh, the 501st and Separative Invasion ones are unchanged. They're still September 16th, so okay. relatively pretty close here. Uh, Echo Base was changed to September 30th. Huh. And Blizzard Force all the way to Halloween at October 31st. Wah, wah, wee, wah. Yeah. So, uh, of course, like I said, no announcements. I'm assuming some sort of supply chain shipping delay or something. They, they I mean. need more 74 Zs. Yes. Cram them in the box. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> right. Uh, or uh, maybe they didn't have enough, you know, core box Vader models and they had to crack them. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. They had to get the, the Play-Doh fun factory out to... What's sad is it's that kind of quality. But anyway... Uh, it's showing uh, anyway. a little bit. Um, and anyone worried about the Mandalorian stuff? No, that's still listed unchanged to October 21st. Uh, so Mando and IGs are still going to be coming out October 21st. At least according to the Asthma D uh, webpage, web store, as of recording. So. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, so... Anyways, Dan, let me tell you a little story. So I was sitting down there recording with Rich, mm -hmm. and uh, I was I was talking about my list. I'm like, yeah, I haven't really changed much here in the last like year and a half. You know, I've got it where I'm comfortable with it. I like it. I play it. But I, I will get longings to play other factions. And uh, like I was saying, the Grievous was the last other commander I played. I busted out my droids. We went out there. I played two games with it. The first one, it was kind of... Things really went my way. I was able to get people off the table. Wasn't really worried about playing the objectives too much. So it wasn't really a true test. And as a result, I didn't see the flaws in my list until the second game, in which I realized I have absolutely zero synergy here. <laughs> I, I, I did what I usually do, and I try to cram as many points in the list as I can without upgrades or control modules or you know making sure. I, I had a couple of like HQ... You know, things so I could try to keep the, the droid past the token thing going, but uh, it all fell apart. And I was, I realized, hey, this is a garbage list. 
Dan, I know you stick with your list for quite a while, getting your reps in. Have you ever had a time when you're like, I want to try this new concept out? Now, is it not working? If you have a bad game, is it because I think my list is fundamentally flawed? Do I need to rework it completely? Do I just need to throw it in the trash can? Or can I make small adjustments to keep going? What, what's your what's your threshold on that? Uh, well, of course, the logical side of me says you you need reps to be able to figure that out because mm-hmm. battlefield conditions vary so much, terrain can vary so much, yeah. uh, your opponent's lists can vary so much. It, it, yes, the logical side of me. Now, of course, the uh, the impulsive and emotional side of me is like. Hello. Eh, this is garbage. Yeah, uh, you know, get mad at a bad roll. And yeah. like this. <laughs> Clearly, these models suck. They're yeah, not exactly. Hard enough. So <laughs> you gotta want it, um, guys. I, like I said, I usually stick with something because I like a particular theme or style. Yeah. I mean, I, I've it's no secret. Iden's my boo. That's why I've stuck with Iden since her launch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I've been. I've gotten God eight or nine games of Shadow Collective in with Maul and Pikes, tweaking up various little things. And I've had, you know, mediocre success, I'm going to be honest with you. It, mm-hmm. it, may, it may be my skill level. I don't know. My, me, me not clicking with the list because I've, I've had, you know, just under 50% win rate Okay. with Maul and Pikes. So that's why I'm like, you know, let me, let me go back to Iden, go back to what I know it's comfortable and kind of maybe blend some of that in there i know yeah. you were kind of working from the ground up learning to wield your saber guys uh in the first i think you played me first off in that yeah. one and uh obviously we talked about it. Maul got exposed and all that have you had any luck with that is Maul still got a good place in your list um yeah i i just think i'm too used to playing vader and they play very okay. differently on right. that that's uh, right. You did yeah, play Vader for a yeah, while. I no, keep forgetting yeah. that. I'm so used to your special forces guys. Oh yeah, because uh, either Vader makes a guest special guest appearance <laughs> alongside the special forces guys, which I talked about in that Rich Mid Gaming. Mm-hmm. We keep uh-huh. bringing that up. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh, or of course, Salient. in the early early games, it was well, it was mostly Veers in the early games. But, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Veers days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, no, they do play very differently. Vader is that you know slowly moving an unstoppable force versus the mall is the jumpy kind of sporadic sick flips <laughs> sick, sick and, flips totally and uh, people's yeah, heads off. exactly yeah. um i i had gotten better in subsequent games of you know burying him you know getting him into and then force pulling another person in so they can't just walk away yeah kind of situation so uh, i mean i i'm not an expert with saber users i i consider myself competent yeah. with them mm-hmm. so. that actually yeah. brings up a great point uh a while back well back when i was first getting like oh i'm gonna be rebels this is what i'm gonna be playing like uh, two years ago or something i'm gonna focus on my rebels i was having trouble i i had the t- t47 list because this is right after i think they got the points adjustment they were so cheap um actually i think it was right before that and then they got cheaper and it was like yes i'm absolutely playing this uh, I was having trouble figuring out what to do with the list and how to play it and all that. And uh, I actually went to talk to Jeff because he's a longtime Rebel player. And that's one of the things you can do if you've got a good community of players. We've got somebody that's more experienced in the faction that you're interested in, you know, workshop it a little bit. We definitely had exchanges back and forth like, oh, you know, let's uh, let's tweak this. Maybe you could try this, tr- drop this guy, bring in an upgrade. And that's when you start making the fine tuning adjustments for it. Like I felt like the core was there. Uh, because, you know, it's big power uh, for a cheap price. You just need to know how to wield it. And through a series of maybe about six games, I kind of 
landed on this list that's been locked in for so long for me. And it was good. So definitely reach out to people that, uh, I mean, that's what Discords are for too, yeah. right? Yeah, they've got the Re Rebel Faction chats and or whatever faction chat you're into. I'm not going to judge you, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> speaking of, I still need to go grab my swoops and build them up. Now that yeah. my tauntauns are done two years too late. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's... The other thing can be true, though, where I was talking about that droid list. Uh, I, I did enjoy playing Separatist quite a bit. CIS is uh, having some big, big fun right now. But I, I recognize that it was fundamentally flawed. Like there wasn't any micro adjustment. There wasn't any flex in the list. Like I said, I was running minimal upgrades. I just wanted to see if I could throw out as many shield tokens as I could, which was the theme, you know, with the droidicas oh, yes. and the BX and with the their BXs shields. With shields. Yeah, and that. and uh, it was fun for the one game we played. And then it absolutely did nothing the second one. And I was like, okay, I'm not able to put orders where I need them to be. I can't recharge the shields quick enough. They can get focused down. And then the entire command chain just kind of breaks down if I'm slightly out of position. So I was like, yep, yeah, let me wad that out, toss that, that away. I think it was a fun experiment, but... Yeah, after two games, I was like, "Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm good not playing that right now. I would still like to go back and I, I want to see my boy Grievous on the table mm -hmm. more. So I'm excited mm -hmm. to see him. But yeah, it's it's just one of those things. Sometimes a list is so broken <laughs> that you're like, <laughs> I don't know how to fix this. You know, I, I can identifying the problems of what's happening during a game or afterwards, just having that post-mortem that you can uh, kind of go down and dissect exactly what it is. And then you can really do some kind of self-inventory there. It's like, did I play this wrong? Uh, for instance, like when the Wookiees, the Wookiees were coming out and we got all those, I was like, oh, I'm going to be, f I did armor skew with uh, the one list. I'm going to do, you know, fuzzy, furry wound skew on the other one because <laughs> that's how I like to do things. And I suck at Wookiees. Uh, I, I think John was tearing up from across town somehow. He didn't know why. He was getting a little <laughs> misty. I suck at Wookiees. And that's something I feel like if I put more time in, obviously, I'll probably get better at them. Mm -hmm. I just don't have anything that plays like them right now. So it's it's kind of like rebuilding the roadways to to learn the list. But I was feeling that that wasn't going to be worth my time. So... I was still enjoying T-47 still my list, you know, clearly, because I, I keep talking about it. But uh, that was one I had big ideas on. And I'm, I'm curious how it's going to go when the Tauntauns hit the table here, because they're brought into line, I think. Uh, they're still good units, you know, ostensibly. And mm -hmm. I'm hoping the theme force, the battle force, will uh, give them some life there. No T-47s, but a lot of the list is going to be the same. So it's not going to be quite reinventing the wheel because, you know, I play the Rebel Veterans. I play the Mark II Blasters. I'm going to have a Rebel Officer in there. But the the additions to the list, which I'm going to need to get practice with, is going to be Han, Chewie, Tauntauns. So, and I'm curious if they're going to be able to do enough heavy lifting that I can expect them to have the same damage output and, uh, honestly, flexibility that I'm used to with the uh, the heavy, you know, flyers there yeah i mean you definitely have wounds you yeah. have short range pierce yeah 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 it's down to that range too and right that, uh, so, so i think close and personal yeah oh, so yeah. yeah range range control is going to be your your biggest thing and unfortunately that can lead a lot into the terrain on the table if you're able to take advantage if, if you have 
the terrain on the table that you can take advantage of. Yeah. Or whether or not, you know, they're you're at an event where there's so many tables that they're having to dip into the the lesser used random 40k <laughs> stuff just that's... just crumbling uh, uh uh styrofoam coming off yeah. the edge of uh, <laughs> whatever it is yeah so yeah that that that's yeah that's, that's a good point practice, i'm yeah. not used to playing range two everything i have is range three right now like uh, right. or range four but uh yeah playing that short range game i haven't done that since legion first came out and uh Han was <laughs> new and fresh-faced, <laughs> yeah. uh, horribly fresh-faced. But uh, yeah, that's a good point. I got to think about that, Dan. Thank you. That's actually something to, for me to process in the back of my mind. I got to be hugging that uh, that terrain, try to channel my inner Aiden, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. So, so back to your yeah. pike list. Oh, uh, yeah. Do you think there's something that's fundamentally lacking from your list? Yeah, um, it's... It was spread to, I think it was too homogenous, where I had literally, it was six things of pikes with just the disruptor, and then some capos. Uh, we, we've seen in a lot of the events going out right now that um, making, instead of having six all the same, having four stronger and two weaker has been oh. a lot more effective. Interesting. Because most, most of the events that have been going on, and my events, I mean, like, you know, uh, what was that? Um, uh, De- uh, LSO. Del- LSO. Yeah. Uh, what was it, Gen Con, things uh-huh. like that, there was a higher amount of two naked pikes and then some pikes with the disruptor and a capo in it. Oh, wow. And trying that, and I, like I said, my last game, I had pikes with a disruptor and a capo in it. Um, those not only were more robust because they had an extra guy in it, extra health point, uh, but that sur- you know, independent surge on something that doesn't natively surge for attack I can't tell you how many times black dice have rolled surges on me with those units. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Ooh, paint. Oh, Aww, that's so sad. yeah, it, it was an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I, it's, I remember an old adage from, um, civilization. You remember civilization? Oh, Civ- yeah. The, the, they're, the, they're the PC game. Them, I think, yeah. yeah. Um, would you rather have, you know, six opponents, and all of them neutral at you, or would you rather have three happy with you and three angry at you? Huh. Interesting. So I think you get more benefit of, you know, because having to grab that one back objective, if you have a something with a, a heavy on it, you're like, well, I'm not utilizing this heavy. So, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> so yeah uh, that, that's, true. That, that's, I think, the, the, the downside of what I was trying was, oh, I want to make everything even so that in the event I lose one thing, it's not as, it doesn't hurt as much. But honestly, I think you get more out of having a slightly more unbalanced force of some heavier units and then some yeah. weaker units that can back cap. Or, yeah, and then you're and, not yeah. spending points just holding objectives. So that's that's exactly. a great you know mm-hmm. kind of postmortem you know idea. And you you highlight another thing is you can look at people that are maybe playing similar lists and seeing oh you know I didn't consider you know we'll have the two squads that are a little bit smaller save some points so we can have a more robust front line there and they can hold the objectives and I don't feel like I'm wasting points just having them sit around. Yeah. But uh, any any other thoughts? Sometimes you just know when a list is bad. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, yeah, it's just one of those things. Unfortunately, there's no hard and fast answer for you guys. You, no, and oh, always play what you like. You, you can always start with something you, you like. You, yeah. Even if it's a meta, less, mm-hmm. less effective unit, if you connect with it more, if, you've, if you enjoy playing that play style more, 
you're going to have a better time. You're going to have a good time. Oh, yeah. And and 100%, uh, the people that have put the reps in with the list they're playing, they can overcome a lot of obstacles because they are you're, you're so tuned in to what the list can and can't do oh yeah that you can hopefully immediately identify oh this is going to be a hard time for me so i neither need to you know avoid it or maybe try to stall it out bait it out with another unit something like that and then while i do the rest of the stuff whereas you might have a really strong list and you just haven't gotten table time with it and you're you don't see quite how all the gears fit together if I can use a watch analogy for Dan. <laughs> sure. Um, I mean, because they're very try, small. <laughs> if you have the opportunity to, and this is outside of the list, if you have the opportunity to get more practice games in, everyone looks at the the battle their battle deck and goes, oh, I hate these. I'm not going to use these cards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Yeah. Throw, throw some of those objectives that you don't like in there. I'll be no. honest with you. I have run <laughs> I <will not>. possibly... <laughs> In my Legion career, maybe two games of bombing run, I need to do more practice because if I happen to fall into red player and we happen to fall into bombing run. Would you like to play bombing run? <laughs> yeah. I'll play bombing run. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, look at your battle deck. Pull the four cards you don't play and just yeah. try those yeah. just to see. Yeah. Like, I mean, you may know, okay, my list doesn't fit into this, but if you fall into the situation having that those reps, those practical experience on that. Well, yeah. And that could be, uh, one of the differences if you've got a really, you know, what your battle deck can do, uh, and you know, you know, the optimal scenarios to be looking for with your list or if, uh, which ones you really need to ban to pass on. Yeah. Cause, um, I think the least popular deployment out there is probably disarray. Yes. I wouldn't be bad in staying Mm -hmm. that. No, because I played infiltrate so much, I actually like it because I'm I'm used to deploying in weird positions and situations. So you I, absolute horrible yes. person. <laughs> You're a so I, I recommend more people try disarray because when that comes up, it can throw some people completely off. But you got stonks and disarray. <laughs> yes, Come I got on. stonks and disarray. <laughs> Wow. Uh, but, you know, yeah. there, there is some uh, wisdom there, of course. You know, get outside your comfort zone. I'd love every game to be, you know... Limited viz battle lines, but <laughs> you can't always have it your way, I guess. Yeah. Everybody else has a different battle deck. Sometimes you got to throw in that hostage exchange. Yeah, well, actually, you know what? Now, now that you brought that up, I think I played hostage exchange less than I have a bombing run. So yeah. I'll have to, yeah. I, I, I can think of two times I've played hostage yeah, exactly. exchange. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's uh, definitely a, a weak point. But uh, anyways, right. yeah. Little bit of a shorter episode this week, but Dan, good good job on that. Thank you for your insights. But uh, and thank you everybody else for tuning in. Of course, if you have any news, questions, or feedback, you can email us at legionoutriders at gmail dot com, or stop by our Facebook page curated by Dan if he's not in his uh, the Dan Shack meme cave. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I you, just, thank you for renaming that on the Outrider Discord. The, yeah, the, yeah, the, the was, Dan, Dan's it, meme shack. It is, yeah. yeah, because it was the off-topic channel, but really, it was just for memes. But, <laughs> but uh, Facebook.com/slash Legion Outriders, or you can find us out in the world. Dan, where are you in the world? Uh, on Discord as either Outrider Dan or Dan Tech, and of uh, the, the aforementioned Facebook page, and uh, hanging out in your streams. Thank you. Yes, you can find me on Twitch.tv/slash Captain underscore archer on twitter at grn underscore archer 
or of course on the Discord. Uh, did you update your uh, tag, by the way? They they, the, they pinged all the content creators said hey if it doesn't say it in your name oh yeah well my name has been Outrider Dan I yeah, don't think they would I did Outrider Matt but uh, we weren't one of the ones that was cleared so just to be you know super super serial yeah. I put Outrider Outriders it, if you're one of the admins on Legion Discord we're cool <laughs> don't mess with us please too late I've already messed it that's yeah. fine but anyways thanks again Outriders and we'll see you next time. Uh-huh. This concludes the current episode of the Legion Outriders podcast. You may cultivate a tactical advantage by observing the Outriders on Facebook or Twitter at Legion Outriders. Wisdom advocates subscribing to the podcast. Acting otherwise is reckless.